So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a very special guest, Courtney Johnson. Courtney is a registered dietitian and the owner of Intuitively Nourished, and she helps women stop dieting and start eating intuitively. Courtney, thank you so much for being on. It is an absolute honor. And uh, yeah, let's dive in. Would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, yeah. So I guess I can go back to kind of how I even became a dietitian. I just knew going into college that I wanted to do something where I would help people and didn't want to be in like a cutthroat corporate industry or anything. And uh, when I was 11, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And so I'd worked with dietitians from that point on and was interested in nutrition and health and everything. And it was actually my mom's suggestion that I look into dietetics. She thought that it would be a good fit. And so um, looked into it, turned out my college had that program and uh, decided to go for it. And the rest is history. That's amazing. And I think that's so, that's so neat that, you know, you were called to this path um, because of a, of a personal story, right? That's, that's amazing. And I'm curious. So like you started, um, so you graduated as a dietitian and what happened then? Did you work clinical or what was, yeah, what was the next, the next move for you? Yep. So um, started out in the clinical field and like thought that I would become a certified diabetes educator. That was always my plan. Um, thought that I wanted to work with patients who also had diabetes since I relate to them really well, obviously. Um, and then I was furloughed with COVID and had all this time. And I'd always like thought of a business, was intrigued, didn't know what I wanted that to look like. Um, but around that time, I had started practicing intuitive eating and loved it, um, was super passionate about it already from the get-go, just from practicing it a little bit and reading the book and everything. And so when I was brainstorming business ideas, intuitive eating came to mind, and I decided that that's what I wanted to focus on. And so, you know, it, everything just kind of fell into place. It was like a major domino effect and um, decided to focus on my business and, you know, as I was furloughed took advantage of that extra time that I had and then worked both the hospital and my business until two weeks ago when I was done at the hospital. That's amazing. So, so what was, you know, cause it sounds like you were, you were kind of forced right to, to start your own thing. And this was back in November when we first met, right? That, um, so I was furloughed in spring of 2020. Oh, okay. And so I took the summer to like dig into business, figure out, the logistics, what I wanted to do, set up my LLC, like all the little pieces and then open for business in 
September. Okay. So yeah. And then started working with you guys in November. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you were furloughed, cause I know, I know a lot of people, right. We're probably in, in a similar situation. Like what was going through your mind? Were you thinking about, you know, you know, finding a job and sticking with that? Uh, or were you pretty set on like, you know what, this is an opportunity for, for me to go out and start my own thing. Like what, what kind of brought, like started you on the path to even thinking about entrepreneurship and thinking about going out on your own? Yeah. So I was really upset. Um, I was like, you know, this is a pandemic. I went into healthcare because everyone always says like healthcare is where your job is secure. People are always going to be sick. They're always going to need you. And then I was furloughed and I was like, this makes no sense. Like I was just very upset. You know, it was like, I'd been lied to. Um, And so, you know, it took a few days to kind of like be upset and then came across another dietitian friend who had started her own business. And I remember feeling kind of jealous being like, Oh, I want to do that. Like, that sounds cool. Um, and then I had been talking to another dietitian friend and I was telling her that, you know, I was at home. I was like, I would love to work from home all the time. Like, it'd be so nice to not have to drive in. And she's like, Oh, I know. Like the dream is to have my own business too. And it just felt like this far off thing, but like all these seeds were being planted. It's like the universe was just telling me that I really needed to jump ahead and, and look into a business. And so like I had followed some business coaches on, on Instagram and I just like messaged one and was like, Hey, you know, I'm interested in your services. And so hopped on a call with her and that just started my brainstorming and deciding what I wanted to do and solidified that I really wanted to like go into business. Um, I didn't necessarily like think about quitting my job at that point or the logistics of like what I would do in the future. I was like, I just need to get through this point right now. You know, I have all this time. I need to take advantage, however long I'm furloughed for, and I'll figure it out like as, as it goes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And did you ever have like, aside from, from those interactions initially, uh, did you ever have an experience in entrepreneurship before that? Like family members? No, this was like, no, just first time being exposed to it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. I had to take an accounting class in college and I remember being like, well, if I ever have my own business, I'm hiring an accountant because this is way too confusing. Um, and then was like, this is dumb. Like, why are we taking an accounting class? Like I'd rather take another nutrition related class, but it still like kind of got the the wheels turning in my head of like, okay, this is a possibility, but always feeling like, oh, that'd be really scary to start something from scratch. It just wasn't something that was really talked about, which is I think pretty typical in, in college. So it was, it was something that it was in the back of my mind. I think I always had a little bit of an interest for, but was also scared at the same time. Yeah, totally, totally. And and so kind of walk me through. So when you you had that conversation with um a dietitian business coach, right? Did you end up hiring that first coach or no, I didn't. Okay. Um yeah, no, I I talked to a few different people and okay. then I'd actually talked to Katie Dodd um like a few months before and and because I was in her I think Facebook group or something. And she was posting about like blogging and things like that. And I was intrigued. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so many things a dietitian can do. And, um, so she was on my radar and I reached out to her. She's like, yeah, I can coach you. So, um, she started coaching me. And then I also had, um, an intuitive eating dietitian coach who helped me like set up my program, you know, focus on how to work with clients through the intuitive eating process. Um, and then was just kind of 
and then tried a couple other business coaches out. And then I found you and Marissa and it was a right, it was the right fit. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's amazing. I think there's, there's so much to that, right? Like early on you, you knew that, Hey, this is something that, that I don't know much about, right? It's like, I know mm-hmm. I have a desire to, to dive into this, especially after, you know, the situation with, with being furloughed. It's like, I, I have to do something different. And one of the first things that you did, which is brilliant, right, is started to search for people that could possibly help you in figuring out what those next steps are, right? Because just like we went to uh, to school, you know, for you to become a, a dietitian, for me to become a physical therapist, right? It's not like, hey, I decided I'm going to be a physical therapist, and the next day I am one, and I know all about it, and I can be a successful one at that, right? It's like, well, I don't really know about this stuff, so let me let me I can try and learn it on my own, right? And like accounting, it can be a lot it can be complicated and complicated. So yeah. there's a lot of moving pieces to it. Right. Yeah. So I love the fact that you, that you found people to guide you. And you also, even with the, the coaching component, it sounds like with the intuitive eating process, right. It might've not been something that you were doing specifically. So you learn how to coach people through that process mm-hmm. instead of a program that, that would work for them. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. That's so good. And I guess we can, we can dive into a little bit about like what, you know, how you, you were, I know you said you were practicing it for yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that's how you started diving into the specific, um, the specific practice of intuitive eating. Yeah. So, okay. um, at my ho- at the hospital job, I had been talking to a coworker about like, you know, weight loss and, um, dieting and just, you know, we just felt like sometimes it just wasn't always effective with our, with our patients. And so she had told me that she was reading a book called health at every size. And so I bought it, read it, and then found out about intuitive eating. So started following accounts on social media was intrigued, but like, I was like, I just have a lot going on right now with this clinical job, learning all that. Like, I'm just going to put it on the back burner. And then it was always in the back of my mind. And, um, and then in, the spring. So no, it was like shortly before I was furloughed. Um, a doctor had offered me a weight loss medication because I had unintentionally gained like 10 pounds. And I was like, absolutely not. That is not in my philosophy, not doing that. And then I was like, well, I think the universe is telling me that I need to learn about intuitive eating. So that day I bought the book, bought the workbook, started reading, was intrigued. And then like furlough and everything happened in the weeks after that. So it really was just like a succession of events that followed yeah. each other. Yeah, that's that, that that's so that's so funny how life life works sometimes and the, the neat yeah. thing is that you listen to the signs, right? Mm-hmm. Like so many times we have all these signs all around us and it's like, oh, well, you know, it's maybe not the right time. It's like, no, like something is telling you like this is something that you that you have to do. Um and you know, a year later here we are, which is which is amazing. So, you know, with intuitive eating, like what, what is the difference, right? You know, what, what exactly is it? How does it work? Uh, who is it for? I, I think, you know, those are all questions that I have. And I'm sure, you know, I know uh, a lot of what we want to talk about today is also the business journey and, and how you got to where you're at now and what that process has been like. But I'm genuinely curious, like what I haven't done a lot of, a lot of research myself into it. You know, what is the difference between intuitive eating and other, other methods? Yeah. So a lot of what dietitians practice and kind of like the traditional medical field focuses on weight loss for health. So, you know, if someone is sick, oh, you just need to lose X amount of pounds. And uh, research shows that 80 to 95% of people regain that weight. 
um, due to biological processes that the body puts in place. So intuitive eating focuses more on like behaviors and habits uh, versus the number on the scale. So it's really just taking like using external cues, like time of day, number of calories, number of ingredients to using internal cues. So getting in touch with your body's hunger and fullness cues, um, finding foods that you actually enjoy, um, cultivating body respect because it's much easier to care for your body when you respect it versus hate it. Um, so just getting into the point where you're using your body's cues and signals to make decisions about what, when, and how much to eat. And, you know, with that comes, I say intuitive living because you're like, you kind of figure out, you know, what you're willing to, to deal with from like a social perspective, like which people are you willing to deal with and how does that impact your mental health? Um, you know, sleep schedule, like what does that need to look like for you? It just, ta- it just makes you more aware of kind of your whole life and what you're willing to deal with, the boundaries you need to set and it can have an impact on your overall health, your mental, emotional, physical health. Wow. So it's, it sounds like it's, it's a very holistic approach, mm-hmm. right? It Where, is. yeah. Cause I can, I can see how, you know, especially when, when I believe you said the doctor recommended uh, medications or pills to, to lose the weight, it's like, really? Right. Like that's, and it just goes to show like the, the current healthcare model, like, you know, that's, that's what everyone wants is that quick fix. Right. Um, but those quick fixes can have like long-term ramifications that are not good for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea, you know, of intuitive eating based on what you've told me so far, it sounds like it's, it's, it's having a better understanding of, of yourself, mm-hmm. right. As a person and not just, you know, physically, yeah. but also mentally and emotionally and how that also starts to translate into other areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. I, I think that self-awareness is so important. Yeah, it really is. And another aspect that I really like about it is that, you know, we dig into someone's health conditions. I can't tell you how many people, you know, have told me like they went to the doctor for an ear infection and they were counseled on weight loss and, you know, or they weren't even asked about certain things because it's just like the focus is on weight loss. And it's like, well, you know, they're, that's not the main thing. Like we need to look at the conditions that the person has, look at how they're being managed, um, and just find approaches for that person that works for them. And that individualization is key. And that's another thing that I really like about intuitive eating is because it does take that individualization into account and something that I focus on in my practice as well. Yeah. Yeah. And have you found that there in, in this specific, um, with this specific method, right? This specific population of people who are interested in intuitive eating are, are there, is it, is it becoming more well-known? Like, is there Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. And it's interesting because the first intuitive eating book was written in 95. So it's been around for about 26 years, but it's just starting to gain popularity. And there are four editions of the book now. Um, So it's taken a long time, but it is becoming more well-known. And we're kind of seeing that reflection with dieting too. Like, you know, for example, Weight Watchers, is now wellness works WW like people like the diet industry knows that dieting doesn't work. And so they're trying to take a more wellness approach to it, even though it's dieting in disguise. Um, so the whole like dieting doesn't work. People don't want to diet is coming more to the forefront. And with that intuitive eating has come to the forefront too. So I think it's just been a culmination of events over the past 20 something years that it's, that it's becoming more popular. Wow, that that's amazing that the first book was in 1995, and and only now is it getting 
uh, more recognized. Um, yeah. And I had no idea about the changes with even, you know, companies like Weight Watchers uh, yeah. that, and what they're making, obviously they, they, they probably known about it for a while, but they've also realized that a lot of people wanted the weight loss, right. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what they thought they needed. Mm-hmm. And now it's, it's starting to, you know, to, to shift. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, I think, I think that, you know, obviously with you having a strong belief in, in this being the path, right. Uh, and also a lot of people, you know, having just more self-awareness of like, Hey, wait a second, there's something to this. And a lot of the things that do come up with focusing on weight loss and diets, right. People have felt those frustrations for, for a while now. And I think, like you mentioned, it's a combination of all of this coming together, um, and I think that's great for, you know, for, for obviously the people, um, but also for business, for you, uh, that, yeah. that there is yeah. more of an awareness of that now. So, yeah, definitely still a long way to go. I mean, I'd say it's, you know, in terms of people who I come across, it's about 50, 50 people who have heard of it, people who haven't. Um, but I mean, it's better than it has been. And, and I just figure that the more we teach about it, the more we spread the word, the better it'll get. So yeah, I love that. So let's let's kind of shift gears a little bit, and I'd love to know more about. And obviously, I I, I know about it, right? Um, because you know we help you <laughs> on yeah, a weekly basis yeah. with it. But for for the listeners out there, uh, if you don't mind diving into a little bit of more of the the aspects of your business, I know when we first started working together uh, back in November of last year, I can't believe it's almost been a year now. Um, where where were you like? you know, before that, like what, what did your business look like then? Um, what does it look like now? What were the the shifts that you had to make, um, to get there and what does it look like in the future? I know that's a very loaded question. Um, but, but I think that'll be helpful for, for everyone listening to kind of have an idea of, of what this actually looks like. Yeah. Um, so back in November, I had had my business open for about two months taking people. And I only had one client and she was like a guinea pig. Like like she had asked me to work with her and I knew her. So I was like, Hey, would you be my guinea pig? I won't charge you, but I just want feedback on my program. And so basically like I'd never been paid for my services before until I worked with you and Marissa. Um, and so that was different. I didn't really know like how to message people, Um, I had been told that I should be messaging people, but like had never had a script, didn't know what to say, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I felt like I was more like guessing my way through. And then now I, oh, and I was also only offering monthly packages. So now I offer, um, six month packages. I just changed. So I was offering three. Now I'm offering six because I think that that's what my clients really need to, have better success after working with me. So I've pivoted that, um, increased my prices. Um, and then for the future, I want to have more income streams. So affiliate income, um, passive income, creating courses, uh, working more on my blog, hiring out for my blog. So just, you know, widening my, my team and my approach to spreading the word about what I do and making income from several sources because of that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And then the so right now with your your six month program, so you transition from a three month to a six month. And I love what yeah. you said that um, it's it's because you feel like that's what's best for your your clients. Mm-hmm. And I think that's first and foremost, right? Is like, hey, what what do they actually need, and what's going to get them the best results? So I love that. If you don't mind sharing, uh, and I, I think you also increased. Um, the the prices recently what mm-hmm. what is the price for for the six month program right now what does that look like 
Yeah. So it is, um, so for 24 weeks, it's 3,600. And if someone like does a payment plan, but then if they pay in full, it's 3,200. So I give okay. a little bit of a discount to people who pay in full. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Some an incentive to, to, to pay in full. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know after our, our virtual event, uh, this past weekend, I said, uh, I think at some point you said you want it to be $10,000. So yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's, I'm moving my way up. It's, you know, I yeah. remember Marissa saying like your price has to be something that you're comfortable with and that's what I'm comfortable with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, eventually I, I plan to be, you know, I plan to be there and I also plan to start a group program at some point. So my individual coaching would be like more of a premium service. Um, but for now I'm just focusing on the one-to-one and I think that that's a fair price for that. I, I, I agree. I agree. And isn't it amazing? Like just is, did you, did you ever think that you'd be charging even that much right for your services? No, no. Yeah. Uh, when I started, uh, my, so when I started my three month program, I charged 1500 and I was like, I, I'm like raking in the dough. Like, this is so good because even working full time after taxes and insurance and everything at the hospital, I brought home about a max of 2,400 a month. And so like 1500 was like, <laughs> you know, a little more than halfway there. So yeah. like if I got two clients, I was making more than just, you know, than working 80 hours in a pay period. So I felt like I was like really rich and on top of the world at that point. But yeah, to be charging more now is really exciting, but I didn't necessarily think that I'd get, I mean, that I'd get there maybe even at this point, I knew that I'd raise my prices, but like I've increased them more quickly than I thought it would. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And what, what do you think, what do you think is behind that? Like the was it a mindset shift? Has it been like seeing other people do it? Like what's, what's been, cause I know for a lot of people, it's scary, yeah. right. Um, yeah. to, to increase those prices, a lot of, a lot of limiting beliefs and things start to come up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was that? What, what has that experience been like for you in, in terms of, of increasing that price, right. Uh, little by little, and then getting to this point where I think it's so amazing, right. What you mentioned that, you know, I making 2,400 after all of the, all the deductions and everything in a month. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. and now with one, with one person a month, you can literally make, you know, a thousand or more dollars more yeah. than working 40, 80, what is it? 120, 160 hours a month. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's mind blowing. Right. But um, you mentioned like, it was kind of guesswork in the beginning. There's, there's guesswork right? There's hard work and then there's frameworks and having those frameworks actually allows you to work uh, to make a lot more in a lot less time and help people at a much higher level too. So, yeah. um, yeah. So what was that? Th- what shifts did you have to make if any, um, to, to get to that point where you're at now, um, with the price points, a lot of shifts Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend, I keep telling you, but it was like amazing. The mastermind that you and Marissa did. And that just really got me thinking about how I'm sabotaging myself, my potential clients, my loved ones with my current, with my smaller mindset. Um, and so I took action and was like, what do I need to do to see more results? You know, I feel like I really am worth this price that I just told you. Uh, so I actually increased it a little bit f- from what I was charging at the beginning of the weekends. Um, so yeah, I mean, just that looking at my limiting mindset, um, seeing other people do it. And um, also what you said about, money's just a number, you know, I mean, 
like looking at your results from different challenges that you've done and all you did was change the price, like, and you had awesome results, like, well, why can't I do that? You know? So it was a mix of seeing other people do that. And then just a mindset shift. And also knowing that my clients are getting really good results, like that confidence and knowing that my services like do help people, they do change people's lives. And so, you know, I need to charge for that because that you can't put a price tag on that. Like that's, that's priceless. So. so true. So true. Yeah. That, that, that's amazing. So like you said, several, several shifts, right. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think what's so neat about that is, you know, so many people are, are, um, scared of increasing, but at the same time, I think, you know, one of the main things is, is understanding that we're also coming from a place where, you know, we've had these thoughts, these beliefs for so long and we can't expect for them to shift like, you know, from one day to the next, right. There might be some ways to do it. Right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at the same time, like we have to give ourselves grace knowing that, Hey, there are a lot of shifts that need to be made. And, you know, in less than a year, you went from, you know, charging, you know, way too little, right. For, for the massive impact that you're, that you have on people's lives to, you know, increasing that significantly. And it's just a start. Right. Uh, and I think it's so amazing. Like what you said that people that end up paying you more money end up getting better results because they are more committed. Right, they they show up more and and they're more willing to to do the work and they're more vested and because of that, right, their results you know speak for themselves and that attracts even more people to you that are like, hey, you know, something is different here. Like, I want that, right? Mm-hmm. I want that feeling. Um, I want the I want that that outcome. So I think that's amazing. Um, I guess my next question for you is like, what has been? I know you said uh, you went full time in your own business over the past. Um, past few weeks, what what has that experience been like for you? And and what were like what were you feeling before you know you made the leap? And 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 how how's life now? Yeah, I mean, I had so well, you know, but I'm moving to Spain in September, so I had to quit at some point. Um, but I wanted to give myself plenty of time before I left, about two months, um, and so knew that that was something that I wanted. And then um, also just looking at. I could have quit sooner, but I wasn't quite ready. So I felt the most ready to quit in in the beginning of August. Um, So chose that. And so, I mean, part of it was just wanting that extra financial security for a little bit longer from the hospital of knowing that I would have a a paycheck. Um, And then, you know, just being responsible before when I knew that I put in my notice, like making sure that I had X amount of money put away, you know, for a rainy day. Um, so, I mean, there's that, it's always a little bit scary knowing going from having a steady paycheck to not. Um, and so, you know, there was that shift, but I just really had to trust the process. And my intuitive eating coach had, had quit her job earlier this year, her full-time job. And she said, you know, I, I've like, you know, tripled my income or I've tripled how many people I'm working with because like, I'm able to put so much more into my business that I'm getting a much more out of it. So I was like, well, like, I totally see that. Like that's, you know, how everything happens in life. And so I was like, I just need to take the leap and focus 100% on my business so that I can get more out of it and put more into it. Um, so it's been good these last few weeks. I've been, you know, taking advantage of having the extra time and the extra energy, Um, and I'm just, I have more energy for client calls. It's just, it's a lot better. Yeah. (laughs) Are are you ever going back? (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I'm not. Yeah. Do you, I I know you said that you, you felt good about, 
you know, basically being there for a little bit longer, making sure you had that security, especially with some big life changes, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still, is there a party that still kind of wishes you would have done it sooner or are you pre- pretty good with how you um, I mean, yeah, part of me is like, I could have quit like at the beginning of the summer and it would have been fine like a couple of months before. Okay. Um, but I think overall I'm fine with how, with when I quit, um, I think maybe I could have taken a little bit more of a leap and quit a little bit sooner, but you know, hindsight is always 2020. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and I think what's so cool about it, right. Is that you were still, you were still working, um, you know, at your job a few weeks ago and I believe you had your, your best month ever. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, it's crazy when you think about it, right. It's like, it's, it's you, you're able to do that right. With even limited amount of time. It's like, if you really think about it, it's like, imagine what will happen when you take those 40 hours a week or 30 or 20 hours a week, right? And you put it into your own business. Like logically, it's like, well, if you put more time into your own thing, like, should you get, you know, more clients, should you be able to help more people make more money or less? It's like, well, more, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it's, there's still something about that. It's like, yeah, I know that, but oh, like, what if, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, there's always that what if. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. But you know, another thing that you and Marissa had recently said is you can always get your money back. You can't get your time back. And so Mm. I'm like willing to find random jobs if it came to that, to that, like, I'm not afraid to work. Like, and so, you know, we use my resources and, and realize that money is easier to replace than time. Wow. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's, Yeah. yeah. I've heard you guys say that a lot and it's really true. Yeah. 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 That, that is so powerful. And I think, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, especially for us as healthcare professionals, right? We, we always have something to fall back on at the same time, right? We want to burn the boats and just be like, you know what? Like, I don't want that escape route, um, but it is there. It is there like worst case scenario, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, I think um, you know, you're absolutely right with, with money and time and time. You know, I think a lot of people say they value it, but the actions, right? don't align with it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, I think it's, it's really having that, that deep level understanding. I'm sure every time we've said it, it's like, there was, we, we probably heard it a few times before. And then one time yeah. we said it, it like really clicked like, Oh yes, I right. see it now. And it takes, yep. some, it takes that, you know, some, mm-hmm. some of that time to really, really con- like there's, we're sometimes not ready to receive mm-hmm. the message. Right. And it's like, I get it, but it's not quite there yet. Um, but right. when it clicks, it clicks and it's like, whoa, yes. Right. A hundred percent. So that, that's yeah. amazing. Um, so what's, what's one thing that you've learned in the last month about either your life, your career, your business that has completely changed your perspective? Um, I think it's maybe cliche, but mindset is everything. Mm. I mean, it really impacts like every area of, of your life and it can make you or break you. So, you know, it's really important to, to work on that and to have reminders of, you know, epiphanies that you've had, or, you know, sometimes I'll be like listening to someone in the group or like reading something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I need to write that down because, you know, I don't want to forget that. And that's really powerful. So having reminders around to like foster a positive mindset, um, and then like taking action to implement that mindset, because, you know, there's, there's such a thing as too much knowledge. So making sure to implement that information that I have, Mm. um, is huge. So, yeah, yeah, that that's amazing. Um, 
you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I, I know a lot of people listening to this are like, man, like every episode, like someone mentions mindset and it's like, hello, you know, there's it's, your it's cliche <laughs> for a reason, right? There's like, your sign though. You know, yeah. it's, and I think, I think one of the most important distinctions um, that we mentioned this weekend and also uh, for our, our, um, our Monday mindset class is that there's a big difference. Right. And I think, I think you, you hit it, right. You, you hit the, that nail on the nail on the head when it's like, you know, it's, it's knowing that it's important, but then there's also doing mindset. Right. And if we think about it, you know, if we kind of relate it to exercise, it's mindset. So like we have to do sets of these things, mm-hmm. right. Actually exercise mm-hmm. our mind. Um, yeah. and, and I think once we start taking those bits of information, like you mentioned that, like, Hey, oh, that's powerful. And then start incorporating it in our daily routine, in our daily life. And just the thoughts that we have, that's where we actually see the true growth. So, uh, for anyone listening to this, if you see, if you hear a common theme here, it's for a reason. And mm-hmm. if it's, if it's, and if you feel like you've, you've been stuck, if you feel like, you know, you constantly have these thoughts and you know, of these what ifs, and that's never going to go away by, by the way, but you can, you can, you know, harness that, that power and that energy where you can actually start to flip and replace those thoughts to allow you to move forward. Like it's because it's important is because you can actually do it and you have the power and control over it. Um, you just have to decide to, and, um, and that's it. So, um, so Courtney, I I'm curious, like what, and I know, I know you've mentioned a few of them already, um, in, in your eyes, like what's the biggest personal win that you've had in the last month? Um, I think quitting my job and going full time, like I knew it was happening, you know, yeah. but like to actually have that happen and then to, to take that leap is really exciting. And, um, and I'm very happy that I, that I did that. Beautiful. I, I love that. Heck Yeah. <laughs> Who else wants to win, right? Everybody, yes. Everybody, yes. quit your jobs. You know, it's so funny because we get so happy when people when people quit their jobs, and it's like that's not the norm, right? It's not the norm, and you know, we have mm-hmm. we have a good group of friends here um, where we live as well, and every time someone says, "Oh, you know, I'm done with my job," I'm like, "Yeah," mm-hmm. and then we have to remind ourselves, it's like that's not normal. <laughs> like typically, our people are freaking out when they don't have a job, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but it's man. interesting because what it because now i've read reports of like the most like record amounts of people are leaving their jobs because of the pandemic has just changed how we do things and so it's very interesting and i think that the workforce is in for a isn't for a big change somehow some way change has to happen but i'm a huge fan of entrepreneurship and just yeah i love entrepreneurship i think it's the way everyone should go if if they can a hundred percent. I totally agree. Well, we're on the same page, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but that's, that's interesting. Right. And I think what, what actually happened um, during, you know, the pandemic, when uh, I think a lot of people had time to reflect and to, mm-hmm. th- and to think, right. Cause mm-hmm. most people don't have a time to don't have the time to think like, you know, we know thinking is important and we all understand that, but with the way that the current, you know, system is, is structured, um, people don't just, they don't have time, right? You get in at eight, you're rushing into work. You wake up at six 30 or seven, you stuff some food in your mouth, right? Brush your teeth really quickly. Like toothpaste is running down your shirt. You're you know, rushing to work, stuck in traffic, like pissed off. You get to work. It's like, Oh, I hate this place. And then, and then you leave like at four or five, you know, you rush home, got to cook, take care of the kids, you know, whatever your thing is, watch Netflix for a couple hours and then repeat that every single day for 40 years of your life. It's like, there is no time to think. So people, yeah. you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, 
right? In a way, it depends on how you look at life. Um, they had more time and it's like, this does not make any sense, right? <laughs> like, this is what life should be like. I should be able to have more time for myself and be at home and spend more time with the kids. And I think yeah. for those people, right, kind of like possibly what happened to you is like, wait a second, I should, I should go down this path. Uh, for others, it was when they got back to work and they were like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Um, so there's, there's opportunity in everything and it's just the way that we see things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, when uh, on a little tangent there, but it's really interesting how, yeah. how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. So Courtney, what are your plans? Like what's your plans for your life and your business in the next next three to five years. I know you're moving to Spain, which is awesome. Are you, are you staying in Spain forever? What does that look like? So right now the plan is to be there from September through June. Um, my sister has an English teaching job this year. And so the course of a school year, basically, um, but she can teach with this company for up to three years. And so if the plan is to likely stay at least two years um, and kind of seeing from there what happens, um, I'm taking Spanish classes to get a student visa. So like every other week I'll go to class and then work on my business mostly. That's still going to be my biggest focus. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm open to staying if, if that's what happens, like I'm just trying to let things fall into place. And, um, and that's the beauty of having my own business and a virtual business at that is that you do have that location freedom. Um, and then, you know, in terms of the business, I, like I said, I plan to hire on people, maybe even hire on another dietitian at some point, um, and just get a solid team going, working on those multiple streams of income, um, you know, tailoring my, my services and changing as I see fit and just continuing to pivot as needed, um, are, are my big plans. So amazing. Amazing. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to go visit you in Spain. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to plan for it. We're going to plan for it. I'm going to talk well, to her. It's like, we're heading out there for sure. Yes. Well, it's so funny because, you know, Jennifer's in Portugal and yes. then, Leslie might be going to Spain. So it's like, what? Like three people are going to be in this region of the world. So you need to. There you go. There you go. I love yeah. it. I love it. So this is, this has been so much fun, Courtney. Um, do you have, as, as we finish up here, do you have any advice uh, or words of wisdom? I mean, you've already shared some gold and I know the people listening to this right now, you guys, you know, take a lot out of this. Uh, you know, just from, from Courtney's experience and what she's been able to do, how she's structuring and pricing her programs, the mindset, right. Shifts that she's had to make, uh, make sure you're writing these things down and make sure that you, that you do it. Right. Um, but for, for those that are like, you know what, like, what is something, you know, if you had one piece of advice, one, one piece of wisdom that you would, you would, uh, share with other health experts, uh, who are looking to start their own business, who are looking to take that leap, what, what, um, what would that be? I'd say just do it. If it if you hate it, you can always go back to your other job. You can always stay, whatever that means um, for you. So just do it. You can't lose. Like you'll learn a lot in the process. And I think that our healthcare system needs a lot of work. And so if we can change it in our own businesses and um, and get away from the more corporate side of things, I think that that can really help people's health too and really help them improve it without just putting band-aids on, on gaping wounds all the time, like current healthcare tends to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it guys. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Nike looking yeah. at your hat. Exactly. Always, <laughs> always. Right. They, 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 I think they know what they're doing. Right. Uh, yes. So, yes. so that, that's amazing. And, 
And that, you know, again, it kind of goes back to like, I know, I know I should just do it. I know I should just do it. What would be for those that still have hesitations and they're like, okay, I get it. I know everyone's telling me to just do it. Like, you know, how do I feel good about just doing it? Like, is there anything else that you would say? Like, it's like, Hey, if I do have that fear of even just starting my side hustle or or going on and, and starting my business, like, how do I start to allay those fears and feel better about taking that first step? Yeah. I mean, I think surrounding yourself with like-minded people is huge too. So finding Facebook groups or local organizations of entrepreneurs, um, you know, if you know of someone who's in an area that you'd like to be in talking to them, like that's huge because it's like our families like love us, but sometimes they don't always agree or see what we're doing. So it can be hard. So if you go to those people, they might deter you. So, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are where you you want to be is, is really key. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And we just did a, a training on that recently, how to handle the naysayers. And it's a mm-hmm. lot of the times the people that really love you, right? They, they really care about you and they mean well, mm-hmm. but they're trying to protect you because that's what, you know, loved ones do. And they, they put that fear on us based on their own experiences, their own thoughts, you know, things that they've seen. Uh, and many times they just don't understand, right? We have, we have a vision up here. They don't see it. They don't have that perspective. They're not doing the trainings. They're not listening to the people that we're listening to. They're not watching the, the videos, you know, reading the books, so we can't expect them to, to know, you know, what we know. And I think that's so important. What you said is, is community and support and just putting yourself around people who, who do understand you, right. And getting advice and insights from them, right. The people who do know what's on the other side. So I love that. I think that that's so important. And there are so many resources out there where you can get that support in that community. Uh, so that that's amazing advice, uh, Courtney. Thank you so much. And for anyone who's listening right now, who's like, man, I really would love to, you know, to talk to Courtney, ask her some questions. If you're open to that, where, um, where can the audience find you? Where can they keep up with you and learn more about you and your work? Yeah. Um, so my website is intuitivelynourished.com, which I can send you these links because they're long. Um, I have a Facebook group called the Intuitive Eating Health at Every Size Body Positive Community. Um, and then Instagram is Intuitively Nourished with Court. So I will send those to you. But those are my three biggest places. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Courtney, thank you so much. This has been a blast. And yeah, I'm, really I'm so ex- yeah, I'm so excited for you and your continued growth. And uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Thank you. You're so welcome. Take care, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So 
If you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.